Hello, 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 and welcome or welcome back to the Reality Hall podcast with your favorite hall for reality TV, Anne-Claire Ouvlier. So how was your guys' week? Were you all consumed still by the VPR drama? <laughs> and uh, every time you go on Twitter, you couldn't escape it. Because I try not to be too focused on it, you know, like I try to enjoy the other show, but every time you open Twitter, something new happens. So like, yeah, you were pretty much glued to your phone. I suppose, just like me and everyone in the Bravo verse. So, I still want to talk about other shows. So, the shows I'm going to talk about this week are Real Housewives of Potomac, Real Housewives of New Jersey, and of course, um, I'm going to keep you guys updated on the VPR drama. Well, keep you guys updated. I'm going to give my opinion because everyone is updated about it. And on this week's episode two, I'm not going to touch really much on Summer House because it was boring. Like, this season is really boring. Um, there's nothing to say. <laughs> it's just a bunch of drama between Kyle and Carl and Lindsay and Amanda. And it's mayhem in the, in the house. The only thing I want to talk about concerning Summer House is how did I not know that Madonna's new boyfriend is Josh from last week's episode? One of uh, Sam's guy that she invited i'm like damn like yeah i understand why you were not that uh interested in sam like i understand now like i see you but okay that was i think <laughs> outside of here one of the most shocking news of my week literally so let's jump into potomac um so we started back with the mia and jacqueline issue I really want Mia to be uh <laughs> to be fired from the show because like she's kind of entertaining sometimes, but you know that everything that she says is a lie. And like I really don't like that. Like we can't trust her, even with for Jacqueline. She had her Pandora box, you know, that she bought a Pandora. <laughs> and she was like, Yeah, I have receipt, I have receipt. But when it was time to show her receipt, she was like, Yeah, no, never mind. I'm sure that box was empty with a bunch of, like, it was not empty. Obviously, there was paper in it. But I think, like, the paper was blank. Because this girl couldn't back up anything that she said. And, yeah, I wanted to be fired. Because every time she's back into a corner, she lies and she spreads lies. And nothing that Mia said this season is true. Not even her healthcare. Nothing was true in what she said this season. So, yeah, I don't think we need to keep her on. She's not truthful. She's not that interesting. Like, I'm sure there's interesting part in her life because, like, everything that's happening right now with the business and, um, what's his name? G's brother. It could be interesting to see, but she doesn't seem to want to be truthful. And, yeah, if you're not going to show us your real life, if you're just going to rely on other people, you don't need to be on, uh, on the cast. So that's my opinion. So then I'm going to jump right into the Candice Chris Giselle drama. And I'm going to go to uh, when Chris was on the cast, on the cast, on the couch, on the reunion couch behind Candice. Um, I really hated that conversation. It made me so cringy. First of all, I do understand why Chris is that mad. I understand. And at the same time, I don't understand because I feel like Candice and Chris made this allegation that it was a sneaky link 
with Giselle bigger than what it needed to be by their reaction. And so they made it the focus of these seasons. But if they had just laughed it off or be like, yeah, Giselle, you are crazy. You think everybody wants you and you're a liar. It would not have taken such big proportion. It only has that proportion. It only reached that proportion because you guys, Chris and Candice, made it to be as big as it was. You gave it too much importance. Second of all, I hated Chris yelling at Giselle. I had to apologize. You know, I had to explain to my family. I lost customers. Da 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 da. Like, I don't think it's that deep, man. She just said you were stinking. Can you just have? I, I don't know. And I know that he has the right to be mad, but I have a problem with a man yelling at a woman. I don't care. Like, oh, he had the right to yell at her. Well, I like to disagree. I don't think he had the right to yell at her. He's still talking to a woman. He's still a man, and he's still a white man yelling after a black woman as white passing as Giselle is she's still a black woman and you're still a black man Chris yelling at her and I really did not enjoy that then um Candice um called well Candice also what she said really did not sit right with me in the fight she said that uh, it was because of Giselle's proximity to whiteness that she felt comfortable um, spreading those allegations and that uh, <laughs> um, women like Giselle were the reason why women victims of sexual assault did not come forward. So I like to come on this last point. I disagree with Candice on this a thousand percent. I think that she was dead wrong on saying that. I would like to say that the reason why women victims of sexual assault are reluctant to come forward with allegations is because of how you and Chris are reacting right now. You're not taking in account her feeling. You're discrediting everything she's saying. You're trying to find hope in her story to discredit her. And it's your guy's reaction. The fact that she has to defend herself every step of the way, that is one of the reasons why women don't come forward because they know that they're not going to be believed. Second of all, yes, Giselle is a light-skinned black woman. She's very light-skinned and I think that in season one, her and Robin had taken a DNA test and we had uh, discovered that they, had, um, they were more white than they were black because, yeah, they're very white-looking, but still, they are black women. And I didn't like this comment used to defend a white man because Chris is a white man. I'm sorry. But it's not like if Giselle had accused a black man of being sexually inappropriate with her. Or not even sexually, just being inappropriate with her. No, she accused a white man, cis male, that is a privileged man, of making her feel uncomfortable. So her white looking as well, her looking white has nothing to do with why people believe her accusation or not. I, I I really hated that comment. Plus, it comes back to the whole colorism um, conversation that they had last week. And Candice had said that she doesn't feel like any of her um, castmates are colorists. But then she turns around and she calls Giselle colorist. She says that she uses her whiteness to make those kind of allegations. 
I don't know. I, I really hated that. I'm happy that Wendy called her out on it. People on the internet are saying that she had all right to say that, and she's right in that, that Giselle does have a proximity to whiteness, and this is not what I am, like, refuting. That's not my problem. This comment was, could have been a good comment if it had not made, if, if it had not been made to defend a white man. Candice, your man is white. He's not black. So you're using colorism to say that those allegations are going to hurt him. No. Because at this point, if you feel like Giselle looks white and she's going to be treated like a white woman, it's white on white crime. <laughs> okay? So yeah, that's that. And uh, before this part, I was really on team Candice and Chris. But I feel like Candice really needs to control her emotion. Because like last week, she was like, yeah, people always say I'm a crybaby. I wear my emotion on my sleeve. But that's because you do, Candice. You are incapable of having a calm conversation if things don't go your way you directly go to the for the juggler you call people gutter snipe bitches <laughs> you're right Giselle is a fucking gutter, gutter, gutter snipe bitch she is a garbage human being she has no soul but yeah people say that you're really emotional because you are like you are incapable of controlling your feeling and it's hurting me to see you like become so violent and so vile after every little comment that someone makes about you that you do not like so yeah i'm gonna be candice to like maybe like try to control herself a little more she, she she's not a baby she can have a calm and not maybe respectful but not as disgusting conversation with women uh it's really starting to get on me like um I remember on the season where she was fighting with Monique, I was like, yeah, you have a dirty mouth, girl. And I don't think that's cute. Like, frankly, like people are like, yes, Queen, Candice. And I'm like, no, the real black queen on this show is Wendy because she has composure. She can, her emotions are controlled. She conducts herself with class and she stays poised. And I think that that shows a better strength and real power. Then what Candice does, Candice is just a baby, and when she doesn't get her way, she just attacks people. And one of the reasons why I'm no longer on Chris and Candice's side as much as I am is because Chris tried to turn the story around. He tried to accuse Giselle of being the one that inviting him, that invited him to her room, when we know that's not the truth. He tried to lie about the fact that the door stayed open. We all know that a hotel room door never stays open. It closed right behind you. So that is a lie. And he even said, yeah. She was like, no, Chris, the door was closed. And he said, yeah, it was closed, but unlocked. Yeah, so technically, the door was still closed. And then he was like, yeah, you got onto the bed and you were in your robe. And we know what that means. We know what that implies. And I don't like the fact that she's accusing you of making her feel uncomfortable. And you try to make it look like she tried to come on to you when you were in a hotel room. Like, ugh, I feel everyone is wrong in this situation. Giselle is the first to be wrong because she made, like, this type of... She made Chris' behavior look way more suspicious than what it was supposed to be. And then Chris and Candice are wrong because they can't let it go. And also, they also made it bigger than what it was. 
and Chris tried to lie and turn around the situation and yeah not good for me not feeling right with me then we had the candies not candies Sherry's and a Karen um little segment I don't have really much to say about Karen does not like Sherry's I don't know why we're trying to force them to be friends it's productions decision I get it I don't necessarily like it. I'm bored of this uh, conversation. I hope that they don't bring back Sherry's next season. And if they bring her back, um, I would really appreciate if we would not try to force Karen and Sherry's to be friends. Like, Sherry's and Karen don't like each other, just like Giselle and Wendy don't like each other. And we don't force Wendy and Giselle to be friends, but we do try to push Sherry's down Karen's throat. And yeah. If she doesn't want to be a friend with Cherries, stop forcing it. They're going to be cordial. They're going to be in the same room. And they're just not going to be friends. Period. Um, then we had the Robin segment. I don't really want to talk about it. Um, it's irrelevant. Well, it's not irrelevant. But I'm bored. I kind of want to keep Robin on this season next week. If she's going to be more open about her and Juan's struggles. Because I do believe that next week we're going to find something huge about Ron and Robin. I kind of want to give her another season to try to prove to us that she isn't not boring or that we waited all this year for the drama between her and Juan and we're going to be able to see the drama and I hope that the girls are going to bring the drama to the forefront. When I mean the girl, I mean Candice, Wendy and uh, maybe Ashley, but not quite sure. But that's all I have to say about Potomac this week. The reunion was entertaining, but... I don't really have a lot of opinion. I'm happy it's over. I think it was really, this season was not my favorite. But uh, yeah, I hope that they take a little break, a big break in between now and filming. This way we can have new storyline getting created, friendship shift, and uh, maybe overall a more entertaining season for next season. So yeah, let's jump into Real Housewife of new jersey so the episode started with a really cringy scene between margaret and joe where he was trying to zip up her pants and she was like oh my god you're gonna give me a camel too i'm tired of marge she gives nothing except coming from for Teresa and jen she gives us nothing we know nothing about her life i know i said that last week but I am so tired of Marge. I don't understand people that love her. Like, really, since ever, <laughs> ever since she got on the show, she got on my nerve. I really could not stand that woman. And I really am confused with how people are, like, so supportive of her. Like, ugh, she she really doesn't sit right with me. Like, in every fight, even, if when, even when Jen Aiden is wrong, I want to take Jen's side because Margaret, to me, is such a... Karen, such a unlikable character. So yeah, I'm pretty shocked that people really love her that much. Um, anyway, so we see um hmm, Teresa going to try on dresses uh, for a wedding. She's not trying the real dress because she wants it to be a surprise. But she's going to make a special veil because she wants it to stand out and is gonna really have a really nice quote for her parents on it because she wished they were here i really feel sad for teresa um 
She really loved her parents, no matter what the the Gorgasaur tried to say. Teresa was really there for their par- for her parents until they died. She really took care of them. She really had a great bond with her mom and her dad. And, and it is sad for her then on a wedding, on a, one of the most happy days of her life, a wedding that's maybe more, make her more happy than the first one, that's going to be more happy than the first one. Her parents are not going to be there to 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 be there for her. And uh, so she has a conversation with Gia and Melania. And uh, they talk about the fact that uh, she's not sure that uh, Jogorga is going to come to the wedding. And uh, the producers ask Gia, um, when's the last time that they were a united family? And she says that it was right before Louis. So I don't know what I'm supposed to take out of it. Is it because now Teresa does not need Jogorga that much and it kind of hurts his ego? So he's jealous of louis or does he not want teresa to be happy because then she's less inclined to fight with them and their place on the show is gonna be um it's gonna be threatened yeah maybe maybe it's a big a mix of uh, both of those things but i don't think that louis is preventing teresa from making up with her brother i think he's like trying to encourage her to make up with her brother so i don't think it's fair when people say that louis is the reason why teresa is acting that way towards the gorga because she's not acting anyway and she's trying to make peace and they don't want to make peace um and so then melania says that uh, joe gorga should be the one to walk teresa down the aisle and it's so sad that he's acting this way and if he doesn't come to the wedding well that's it it's over she's go- never gonna speak to him again she's done with it and i think she's entitled to that opinion and i think that she's right because if teresa with my mom and her brother her only brother were making such a big deal about his wife not being into the wedding the, the day is not about you it's about teresa if she doesn't want melissa as a bridesmaid she doesn't have to have her as a bridesmaid she was invited to the wedding she's gonna be at the main table the family table so you should just come to celebrate your sister and stop thinking about yourself uh and also i wanted to say in that scene uh teresa's guy that was making the voice the 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 veil had such a terrible noise it was so pointy and i just noticed it right away because last week jennifer eden and the Rachel were fighting about terrible nose job, but I think the guy on this show, the person on this show that has the most terrible nose job, might be Mark Zunino because his nose was so pointy. Anyway, people keep trying to keep saying, Yeah, Teresa should not involve the kids. Melissa is like, Yeah, I keep to try. I try I try to keep the kids out of it. I don't want them to know. But we have a scene with um Antonia and Melissa. Um where, Mel- where Antonia is learning to drive. First of all, why do parents keep on doing that? They teach their 16-year-old kids to drive with a big-ass SUV. Like, this is not the easiest car to learn to drive. Buy them a little Toyota Corolla. It's tiny. You see every side of your car. You're not afraid of, <laughs> of eating the curb because... It was so funny when they showed us uh, Antonia driving 
trying to go into the drive through of a Starbucks. She had so much room, but she was like, oh my god, I'm gonna hit the curb, I'm gonna hit the curb. Yes, because she does not know how big the car is. So parents, please stop trying to teach your kids to drive with such big cars. Anyway, what I was saying is that Melissa keeps saying that she does not want to involve the kid in the drama. But then she pulls Antonia aside and she's like, um, are you still talking to your cousin? I hope they're not saying bad things about me and your dad to you. I don't want you to be mad at them. I don't want you to be mad at Zia, Teresa. Because family is everything. And Antonia is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Me and the girls, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about you guys. They never bring up your name. So yes, Melissa. They don't bring... So then Melissa and Jen go for dinner. And Jen is so... For lunch. And Jen is so transparent. She starts um, bad-mouthing Margaret right off the bat. Like, really? She's not even trying to pretend that she's not having this um, this lunch in order to, to turn... Uh, to try at least to um, to turn Melissa against Marge and this is not going to happen. It's never going to happen. She's so loyal to that woman. I don't know. Um, but yeah, she starts telling um, Melissa that uh, she knows that uh, Marge is trying to make her leave Jewel and that she mentioned ball player and that she deserved the ball player. And uh, she should leave um, Joe. I'm not that mad at um, at Margaret for saying that to Melissa. Because I do believe that she said that to Melissa. That's completely Margaret's MO. But if Melissa were my friend, I would also tell her to leave that misogynistic man that is um, Joe Gorga. Like, I don't know. I'm supposed to support my girlfriend, not let her in shit. <laughs> Because Joe is a terrible man. So I would also tell her, like, damn that man. You deserve so much better. But Melissa is a good friend to Marge. So she's like, yeah, she did mention ball players, But she did not flat out told me that I was supposed to leave Joe Gorga. Anyway. Um, so then she is very open with um, Melissa about the struggle that Bill and her have. Um, in their marriage and Melissa kind of sympathizes with her because she also had trouble in her wedding in her marriage with Joe Gorga when uh, she tried to open Envy he was jealous of her not spending all his time so she can relate to having trouble in paradise and I think that Jen should have stayed on that conversation and not pivoted to Margaret but she can't help herself anyway so then we have Jen Fessler having a lunch um, at her house, southern food. Like, first of all, miss, why are you serving fried chicken, fries, and mac and cheese to real housewives? They're not gonna, <laughs> they're not gonna be interested in that. They're not gonna eat the food. That was a waste of a lunch, in my opinion. So, uh, of course, at the lunch... Melissa arrives and she's with Margaret and uh, Jen Fessler in their kitchen and she tells Margaret everything that Jen said at the lunch and that makes Margaret even more mad because she's like, why are you going to all my friends and badmouthing me to my friends? They're my friends. They're not going to turn against me. So stop doing that. 
So yeah, Melissa, of course, had to do that. So whatever. And um, then um, while they're all seated and uh, Jennifer is still not here, Melissa stirs the pot even more and she reminds everyone that they are mad at Jennifer Aiden. Let's not forget what she said, Rachel, about your nose. Then Fessler, let's not forget that she called you to badmouth Margaret. Uh, if she could have, she would have been like, Teresa and Daniel, don't forget that you don't like Jennifer, but she couldn't. She tries to hang on people before Jen arrives. And it doesn't miss, as soon as Jen walks out that door, she is accosted by um, Margaret, and Margaret attacks her right off the bat. And uh, she asks her, why are you calling all my friends to badmouth me? And then I was like thinking during this whole episode, you're just jealous of Jennifer, Margaret. I feel, I don't know why you feel threatened by my Jennifer. You are mad that she's calling your friend because maybe you're afraid that she's more likable than you. And that's why you don't want her to have interactions with your friend. And then she said it. She said it. She said, do you think she's going to love you more than she loves me? And I was like, oh. Finally said it. You finally said it. You are afraid to lose your friends because people are only friends with you because you have stuff against them, Marge. See, that's why I want Marge off. She, I want Marge off because she does not show us anything, and the only way she has friendship on the show is by holding people by the cojones. Like last week, she was mad at Jackie. She's like, Jackie, you're supposed to be loyal to me while you're talking to um, Jennifer. Now. She is afraid that Jen Fessler is also going to be friends with Jennifer. Because Jen Fessler was like, yeah, I have basically no issue with Jennifer Aiden. I'm trying to do blank. I'm starting a new space with her, blank space. Everything that she did in the past is forgiven. And Marge has a lot of trouble with that. And um, then, I don't know, as bad as Jennifer's, like, um emo on the show is like going to march all my friends and badmouthing her she can gather march every time she was like she told her you are jealous because i have family and that is something that you will never have and i know i know that deep down inside march was hurting by by that comment she it this comment hurt her deeply because it's the truth and uh, I don't know. I'm 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 tired of Marge judging Jennifer for working on her marriage. Uh, Marge, Jennifer is not a coward like you. She did not have to cheat on her husband at the first sign of problem. She's trying to work on her marriage, and you should not judge her for that. I don't know why you're so mad at her for trying to make her family whole after what happened, and trying to and not like running out the door at the sign of the first um of the first. Uh, I don't know, like uh, problem in the marriage, and uh, I don't know. I'm also tired of Margaret calling people, telling people that they need help and they are crazy and they need to consult and take meds to calm themselves. And like she called also, she also called Jen a disheveled drug addict. And I'm like, Margaret, you need to stop with those baseless accusation. Look the the Majin accusation, and the only person that needs that has a problem and that needs to consult is you. You need to go see a therapist and understand why you hate women so bad. Because, I don't know, I feel like it's a little bit of misogyny. Like, when she attacked Jen, she, she, yeah, I just don't like it. And, like, don't call her a disheveled drug addict. For what? 
because she's smoking pot. Yeah, she has four kids. The woman has four kids. Of course, she's going to smoke pot while those little fuckers are in school. What do you expect from her? Like, like, and someone on Twitter pulled out uh, a clip from her first season, from March first season, where she was like, she rubs um, marijuana on her pum pum because it makes it feel good. She also was talking about popping marijuana pills. So what now? Karen, what is it? Are you... I, I, I don't know. She's just a fucking Karen. And I was so happy that Jen like told her, yeah, you have no family and that's why you're mad. And she called her that little old lady in the corner. Yeah, she's like... Marjorie's like such an old lady. Get with the time. Like, ugh, I'm so tired of her. And I was on the fence for Jen Fessler. But now I know what I feel about Jen Fessler. I do not like that woman. Why did she kick out Jennifer out of her lunch when Marge was the one creating problems? She's the one who attacked Jennifer. She's the one who started yelling first. She's the one who, who would not let it go. Jennifer had stopped talking and Marge were continuing on attacking her. So of course Jennifer is going to defend herself. Then you're going to ask Jennifer to leave? Ah, oh, Jen Fessler, you, 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 you are going down in my rating. You really are going down on my rating and uh, if you're afraid of your neighbor listening to hearing you guys fight maybe you chose the wrong show because you are on uh real housewives you know that what they do is that they fight right um so stop being so pressed about it and thank you very much uh and i'm very happy that when she kicked out jen Teresa left that showed true loyalty so i'm happy that jennifer had someone in her corner for once and also, I'm happy that <laughs> as soon as Teresa and Jennifer left the, the lunch, that was end scene for that, you know? Because we can't have a scene without Teresa and Jennifer because they are the main character of Real Housewife of New Jersey. No matter how, how you guys are trying to kick them out, you can't because you can't have a show without them. Your life are not as interesting. That's why Melissa and Joe Gorga keep on fighting with Teresa because they know that they're not interesting on their own. That's why Marge refuses to make peace with Jennifer Aiden because she's not interesting on her own either, okay? So then one of the last thing, well, the last scene of uh, this episode was uh, Danielle's daughter, Carly. And Danielle is really a stage mom. At the beginning of the episode, we see her, <laughs> her and her daughter rehearsing for an entrance at the party. And she's like, yeah, you have to walk and salute people and say, hi, Sarah. Well, there's no Sarah here. Oh, I love that little kid. It's, uh, <laughs> it was really, really funny. Um, and yeah, she really is a stage mom. And she really had a very beautiful party for her daughter. The party was looked really nice. It was all pinks and all like over the top. And some people are like, why would you make such an over the top and spend so much money on a little girl's birthday? Like she doesn't need that. Like a garage like Jackie <laughs> could uh, suffice with a box with toys. No, like the birthday party is more for Danielle than for her daughter. Like if our in that labor room for 17 hours i'm not saying that's the truth but i'm saying if it were me if i had kids and i have spent 17 hours trying to push your big ass head in between my tiny hips i would also celebrate every day every year your birthday as if it were mine because it's my birthday it's the like it's the celebration of the day where i created you it's a birthday for me too it's an accomplishment for me too that party is for me too 
So one of uh, Danielle's worries throwing that party was that she invited Rachel and Jen and she was afraid that they were going to get into it at her daughter's party, but they did not. They tried to um, like bury the hatchet, but uh, Rachel said like, oh, I have a mind of my own. I can make own decisions for me. I'm not here to be a little soldier for Melissa, but Rachel, I would like to say, uh, ever since you've been on that show, you haven't proven to us that you could make your own decision and that you could be your own woman. Uh, you only showed us that uh, you were there to be like, yeah, like I said, a little soldier for Melissa and um, Margaret. And I'm sure that you're going to run back to Melissa and Margaret to tell them that Teresa told you that uh, it's better to be friends with Margaret than to be your enemy. But, you know. She's not the only one that said that. Uh, Melissa also said that. So, But I'm sure that Margie's going to find a way to be mad about it, obviously. So, yes. That was pretty much it for what happened in um, on New Jersey. I feel like there's a lot of hypocrisy this season. I don't know. Like, the girls are mad that Jennifer talks bad about them. But every time that Jennifer is not there and we see a scene of Rachel and Melissa, Marge and Melissa, or all the women that are not Teresa, Danielle, and Jennifer, they are bad-mouthing Jennifer. So what's the difference? Like, if you guys have the right to talk shit about Jennifer, she has the right to talk shit about you too, no? Don't you think that's a fair assessment? Like, I don't know. This is a little... Yeah, these double standards does not sit with me, sit well with me. Okay, so let's move on to Vanderpump Rules. A lot happened this season. We got not one, not two, but four apology letters or like begging letters, depending on who posted it. So um, Tom Sandoval uh, posted a apology on his Twitter, a first one, he posted two. And I'm going to read you the first one because this one had a lot of people in rage. So he says, hey, it's the hey for me. I fully understand and deserve your anger and disappointment towards me. But please leave Schwartz, my friend and family, out of this situation. Schwartz, was, Schwartz specifically only found out about this very recently and most definitely did not condone my actions. This was a very personal thing. Also, Schwartz and Sandy's might have my name on it, but also there are three other partners and 20 employees who especially rely on the restaurant for income for them and their families. Just like TomTom, I'm a small part of a much bigger thing. Please direct your <laughs> anger towards me and not them. They did nothing wrong. I'm so sorry that my partners, Greg, Brett, and Schwartz, and our employees have to suffer for my actions. I will be taking a step back and taking a hiatus out of respect for my employees and partners. I need some time to address everything else. Sorry for everything. So the first thing that is wrong with that apology is uh, you did not mention Ariana once. And that was, that's what make, made people mad. You were like, Schwartz didn't know. He only found out recently. Okay. So why are you defending Schwartz and not addressing Ariana at all? And then you're begging for people to not um take it out on short and sandies but man i'm sorry you are the face of the restaurant that's all you ever wanted and i don't care about your employees your 20 employees 
they don't matter to me. If I want to hurt you because you hurt Ariana, I'm going to hurt you with your restaurant. And those 20 people that are working for you, they can find another job. There are plenty of restaurants in LA. We don't need to cry for them. They only work at uh, Schwartz and Sandy's because they want to be on the show. So, like, frankly, I don't care. And that apology was just bullshit. Like, his first reaction was to, like, try to defend himself and his business. Please, please, don't make me lose money. But there's not one word about Ariana in this apology. Like, I don't know. This is, this is <laughs> ridiculous. So then after receiving so much hatred on social media for not mentioning Ariana at all in his uh, apology, he posted another one. And I'm sure on social media for not mentioning sure this one was not taken out of his note. Ariana at all in his uh, apology notes, because the first one you can tell is taking, he posted an other one, and I'm sure out of his notes. First of all, he says, hey, sure this one was not taken out of his notes. Hey, no, it's not a hey situation, man, because the first one you can tell is taking, you cheated on your 10-year partner, and out of his notes. First of all, he says, hey, for seven months with her best friend, this is not a hey, no, it's not a hey situation, man, hey situation. Then there's a lot of, you cheated on your 10-year partner, or spelling mistakes in that. For seven months with her best friend. This is not a hey. Then every time he says your, please direct a situation. Then there's a lot of your, you are, or spelling mistakes in that. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, then every time he says your, please direct, can you please make your, you are, whole sentences and write? Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, grammatically correct sentences. Can you please make whole sentences and write? grammatically correct sentences wrote that down when he saw that everyone was trying no you don't even have the time like it just ruined to trash Schwartz and Sandy's uh because he wrote that down when he saw that everyone was trying people were posting one to trash Schwartz and Sandy's star yup reviews Sandy's uh because <laughs> they even uh people were posting one um photoshop right star yup reviews Rachel's uh, face on a <laughs> they even uh, cockroach and were like I found this in my plate um, photoshop right oh, I do not condone their Rachel's uh, face on a please do not go and leave one year one cockroach and were like I found this in my plate um, one star yelp reviewed oh, I do not condone do not leave hate hatred comments do not go and leave one year once like if you want to boycott one star Yelp review. Do the restaurant, boycott the restaurant. If you don't want to, do not leave hate, hatred comment. Boycott the restaurant, don't boycott the restaurant. But means, like, if you want to boycott, please don't go to those guys. For the restaurant, boycott the restaurant. If you don't want to bages and like, boycott the restaurant, don't boycott the restaurant. But steer your, steer your, please don't go to those guys. Hate on, on, on their big pages and like, messes. I don't think. Steer your, steer your. That is something that is necessary on 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 their binary. But anyway, he posted messages. I don't think. So the second apology when he saw that the first one was that is something that is necessary. Not cutting it and it's PRT. But anyway, he posted wrote that apology and it says. So the second apology when he saw that the first one was I want to first and foremost apologize not cutting it and it's PRT to everyone I've hurt through this process. Wrote that apology and it says. Most of all. I want to apologize. To I want to first and foremost apologize to everyone I've hurt through this process. To Ariana, I made mistakes. I was selfish and made reckless decisions. Most of all, I want to apologize to a decision that hurt somebody I love. 
to Aoyara, I made mistakes. No one deserves to feel that pain. So automatically, I was selfish and made reckless decisions publicly. I can only imagine a decision that hurts somebody I love. Imagine how devastating this has been for Aoyara. No one deserves to feel that pain. So automatically, Anna and everyone around her. And then Raquel came out of hiding and she sold, she sold her apology to, I don't know who, but a magazine before putting it on her Instagram. Like, this girl does not care about Ariana. She sold her exclusive apology letter. That was, of course, written by PR because there's no way dumb, dumb Rachel could have posted or written such a good apology, but I'm going to read it for you. I want to apologize for my action and my choices to Ariana, my friend, and the fans who invested in our relationships. There is no excuse. I am not a victim and must own my own action. I deeply regret hurting Ariana. And then she continues. She just said, I am not a victim. But now she's starting to make herself look like a victim. In the time since this came to light, I am reflecting on my choices, speaking to a counselor, and I am learning things about myself such as my patterns of codependency and addiction to being and feeling love. I have sought emotional validation through intimate connections that are not healthy without regard for my own well-being, sometimes negatively affecting others and often prioritizing the intimate connection over my friendship. I am taking steps to understand my behavior and make healthier choices. Although I chose, although I chose to be on a, t on a reality show, accepting the goods and bad that comes with it, Beyond my own action, I have been physically assaulted, lost friendship, received death threats, and hate emails in addition to having had my privacy violated. I have begun counseling to end my unhealthy behavioral cycle, learn to set stronger emotional boundaries, and learn to protect my mental health. I don't expect sympathy, understanding, or forgiveness. Right now, I'm just focusing on my own health and well-being, and as I strive to be a better person moving forward, I will prioritize my mental health and learn from my mistakes. So like I said, she's like, I'm not a victim, guys, but I lost friends. Yeah, you lost friends because you fucked another friend's man, okay, for seven months. Then she's been assaulted. Yes, I do not condone violence, but I am a big believer in fuck around and find out. You fuck around, you fuck Tom Sandoval for seven months behind Ariana's back and pretending to be your best friend she was inviting you to her house you fucked her man in her fucking house man like so you fucked around and then sheena found you and you found out okay i am not condoning violence violence like i said but like uh sometimes people need to be put back in their place anyway um and then she's like i am uh <laughs> She's, she's, she's like learning things about herself. Girl, she posted that apology four days ago. So she posted that apology on one. Girl, she posted that apology Wednesday. The scandal four days ago. It, like, so she posted that apology on one. Happened on Friday. So like in Thursday, the scandal. Three days, she learned so many things about herself. It, like, self, I don't know. Raquel is full of shit happened on friday so like in three full of shit three days she learned so many things about herself and then she sold pick up i don't know raquel is full of shit pictures of her full of shit legend um and then she sold pick bruise and black eye to pictures of her i think it was like you legend um 
Us Weekly or something like that. I'm not sure. Bruce and Black Eye to know who he was. And people are debating. I think it was like you reading. Is it really Us Weekly or something like that? I'm not sure. Gina that did that to her or was it who he was? And people are debating a picture. Was it pictures that um reading? Is it really older pictures? Me, I'm the Gina that did that to her, or was it reading it? Because I don't know, she did a picture. Was it her nose? Kind of look pictures that um not straight. Older pictures. Me, I'm the bit. It looked a little reading it because I don't know, she did it sideways. So I feel like this black her nose kind of look like head pictures, black head. Not straight, black high pictures. It it looked a little uh date from before or sideways. So I feel like this black second nose job. So I'm not like head pictures, black head. Sure, I'm not saying it's not true. Black high pictures, but anyway, uh date from before. Or we'll see. She also a second nose job. So I'm not um <laughs> that fucking bitch. Sure, I'm not saying it's not true. She uh, filed a review, but anyway, restraining order, temporary, we'll see. She also restraining order against, um, <laughs> that fucking bitch, Sheena. <laughs> she uh, filed a review. So what? And the restraining order, temporary, when they have their uh, dates, like a restraining order against in the 15th of April, but the reunion is said Sheena <laughs> to film. To, to to be so what and they filmed in a week so then they have their uh dates like what is it gonna do this in the 15th of april but the reunion is said she do that because she wanted to film two week to to be two um filmed in a week so avoid going to the what is it gonna do did she do that because she wanted reunion or does she not want Sheena at the reunion and that's why she did that to um but Sheena is not the one that she should be avoid going to the worried about like Sheena reunion or does she not want Sheena at that punch you in the face because the reunion and that's why she did that she find it out on Wednesday but Sheena is not the one that she should be and she just needs to defend Ariana be worried about like Sheena, who that you truly should be afraid of, I punched you in the face because at the reunion, oh Lala, and she, she find it out on Wednesday, Aves and Katie, and she just needs to defend Ariana. And all those people, not who that you truly should be afraid of, not, not all she at the reunion, oh Lala, and she, she's not going to do anything. But Aves and Katie, if they, and all those people, not decide to go forward with the restraint. Not not our shishing order. I feel she's not gonna do anything. But like um, if they Sheena and Brock should decide to go forward with the restraint, do the reunion on Zoom, dating order. I feel they don't need to be there. They don't bring that much to the show. Like um, show I love Sheena, but mm, Sheena and Brock should. This season, she's not bringing much, you know, to do the reunion on Zoom. They, you know, she's parading around with a vlogging. They don't need to be there. They don't bring that much to the camera, and that's all she does. So, I love Sheena, but... And Rachel should have... This season, she's not bringing much, you know, to come to the reunion. And she, she's 
parading around with a vlogging does not come to the reunion because she has a camera and that's all she does. Restraining order or she has COVID and Rachel should have alleged quote-unquote COVID to come to the reunion. And if it did, um, I think that does not come to the reunion because she has a, she should not get a bonus. Restraining order or she has COVID. Lisa Vanderpump didn't get paid alleged quote-unquote COVID for the reunion she didn't go to. I don't know. It. Um, I think that who else didn't get paid for the She should not get a bonus. The reunion they didn't go to. They were fat. Lisa Vanderpump didn't get paid a year after not attending a reunion because for the reunion she didn't go to. I don't know. They were trying to avoid, avoid the people. Who else didn't get paid for the reunion they didn't go to. They were fat. So, um... I'm sorry to say, but Russia figured after not attending a reunion because you know, that temporary restraining order they were trying to avoid, avoid the order. And also on the temporary restraining so um the order thing. She filed a restraining I'm sorry to say, but Russia order. But she did not file a police you know, that temporary restraining order report. Like what? Order? And also on the temporary restraining what the hell? Like the order thing. She filed a restraining if you were so bad order, but she did not file a police violence, why didn't you file a police re report? Like, what? For to say that she not assaulted you. What the hell? Like, you. But you went and filed a... a, a, a. If you were so bad, a temporary res restraining order. Violence, why didn't you file a police report? So, that's why I'm thinking, she for to say that she not assaulted you. She only did it because she is a wannabe. But you went and filed a... a, a to avoid the reunion, the temporary res restraining order, or she wanted Sheena not to be there before. So that's why I'm thinking she, because she wanted to avoid some heat, and she only did it because she either wanted she was thinking that by removing a player to avoid the reunion, she might have more chance of, or she wanted Sheena not to be there before, um, because she wanted to avoid some heat, and of um, she was thinking that by removing a player being able to defend herself she might have more chance of and then um rachel posted another post of um she said besides the end being able to defend herself defensible oh this and then besides the indefensible circumstance rachel posted another post surrounding our relationship she said besides the end my feelings for Tom are defensible. Oh, this has always been sincere. Besides the indefensible circumstance and born out of a loving sense surrounding our relationship, knowing how many people we keep, my feelings for Tom are very hurt. I need to understand my choices. Always been sincere and learn to make better ones. And, it, and born out of a loving sense, take care of my health, work on self-friendship. Knowing how many people we hurt, I need to understand my choices, growth, and take time to be okay and learn to make better ones. And it was being alone. I care for Tom to take care of my health, work on some, and I don't want to label any growth and take time to be okay or predict what lies ahead. He was being alone. I care for Tom right now. I need to heal. Oh my god, I'm oh my and I don't want to label anything. I need to heal. She even moved to or predict what lies ahead. I, right now, I need to heal. Oh my god, am I? Idaho, Iowa. Yeah, I need to heal. She even moved to to be with her family because she wanted to avoid avoid um the Los Angeles. Idaho, Iowa. Je les buzz, but 
to be with her family because she wanted to avoid. He said that um um with um the Los Angeles, Angeles birds, but age like she sold that story. He said that um um to a magazine again. Choose she's making so much money from that affair. Age like she sold that story. I hate her. And the, to a magazine again. There were a picture of her walking. She's making so much money from that affair. And, and like, I hate her. And the Los Angeles two days later. So we, there were a picture of her walking. Is it is she with her family because she needs in love to heal, or is she Los Angeles two days later? So we still in Los Angeles trying. To, is it is she with her family because she needs to because she has to film. She can't go back to heal. Or is she had to fucking Ida or I still in Los Angeles trying to you are I don't know where it is. She has to stay there too. Because she has to film. She can't go back. She has a fucking contract, man. Had to fucking Ida or I like her. You are I don't know where it is. She has to stay there. So people are saying that they she has a fucking contract, man. Think that um talk like her. Um, and Rachel are gonna arrive at so people are saying that they the reason holding hands and that in things that um talk like four months three of them and Rachel are gonna arrive at four months that bitch will be pregnant the reason holding hands and that in and Tom will be like oh like four months three of them yeah I cheated on Ariana with four months that bitch will be pregnant and Tom will be like oh Rachel because she wants kids but that's something yeah I cheated on Ariana when I really wanted. Look at us. We have Rachel because she wants kids, but that's something full of. We're getting married next year. We're having I really wanted. Look at us. We have a baby on the way. Full of. We're getting married next year. We have. And I hope for them that they do that because the baby on the way. First of all, I want to say that on the show. I don't. And I hope for them that they do that because I want any of them to be fired. First of all, I want to say that on the show. I don't. No, no, no. When the pop crew would want any of them to be fired. Fires dead until Tom here. No, no, no. When the pop crew was and Rachel brought us that drama, dead until Tom. So they don't. They they, they, they sh and Rachel brought us that drama. Did not get fired. So they don't. They they, they, they sh Second of all, uh, I would not get fired. Hope for them that. It Second of all, uh, I was worth it. Like because Tom. Hope for them that it you wasted. It was worth it, like because Tom nine year relationship, you wasted a relationship. You alienated nine year relationship. Relationship. You alienated. Uh, you know what I mean. Yourself from a friend. Alienated. She group that you had for fifteen plus. Uh, you know what I mean. Yourself from a friend. Years. All that for a little. She group that you had for fifteen plus. Hook up with dumb dumb Bambi. Years. All that for a little with Rachel really hook up with dumb dumb Bambi and Rachel. I hope it was worth. I hope you made Rachel really to get pregnant in three weeks. I want to and Rachel. I hope it was worth. I hope you need the drama unfold. I will get pregnant in three weeks. I want to want to see it so bad and I hope the drama unfold. I hope that they're gonna rush into something that makes want to see it so bad and I hope no sense. Hope that they're gonna rush into something that makes truly no sense. Um, also, apparently, truly, 
during filming, Tom during filming. Um, also, apparently, like this week, Tom said that during filming, Tom during filming, I did not tell Ariana or he did not leave like this week. Tom said that Ariana sooner and he had this did not tell Ariana or he did not leave Ariana sooner and he had this affair with Rachel because Ariana was um <laughs> mentally unstable because her grandma died, her dog died, and he did not want to make her even more like mentally unstable. That is not a good answer. You do not look like a good guy. I think Ariana would have preferred that you left her, that you sit her down and that you like, I really want kids. I don't think that we have the same um, connection anymore. And I'm gonna, would, I, I prefer for us to go our separate ways. You are not protecting her mental health when you're having a seven month affair with her best friend and she finds out because you received a video of Rachel touching herself like that is hell like that is not a good excuse dude like it's never an excuse to say i cheated on you because i was afraid to leave you because i was afraid for your mental health that is a terrible terrible excuse tom like you're a fucking piece of shit and you take no accountability for the things that you do accountability for the things that you do and yet so just like that, I'm going to jump into my uh, recap of uh, this week's DPR episode. So it was a very interesting episode, very cringy episode. Um, like the scene with Ariana and Raquel shopping and Ariana being like, I don't know, am I going to be mad at Raquel for the first time? Well, baby, had you known... Had you known you would have been mad at Raquel for the first time because she was hooking up with your man and not hooking up with Tom Sandoval. Schwartz. Oh, I said Sandoval, no. Tom Schwartz. Like, I was like, oh my God, Ariana, I want you to know. I want you to stop laughing with that fucking bitch. She's like, oh, we encourage, we encourage uh, Rachel to make mistakes and hook up with guy and live her life, but not her friend's ex-husband. Well, you said not your friend's ex-husband, but you did not say anything about your friend's almost husband so that's why you were wrong <laughs> but that scene was so cringy like i don't think i can handle watching the rest of the show because like when ariana was uh, in vegas and uh, she was crying because her dog crying because her dog of 18 years was about to be euthanized because yeah it was too old charlotte oh it broke my heart and i was like i don't want to see ariana suffer hasn't she gone through enough right now hasn't she gone through enough and then i was so enraged i was enraged when she told tom uh you need to go refill charlotte's uh prescription and he was like can't we do it now so that this way you can do it yourself and i was like look at this man He's cheating on me. He's fucking cheating on me with my best friend. And he's not even capable of refilling a prescription for my child dog. Uh, I wanted to punch the fucking TV. Like, ah, uh, I was so mad. I was happy uh, at some point that uh, Christina Kelly was like, everyone treats Raquel like a baby, but it's an insult to babies. I don't fall for her dumb, um, innocent um um act and then when they gave the pinata to rachel to rachel you know now i don't know how to call it 
Rico, Re Raquel, or Rico, Re Raquel, or Rachel, or Rachel. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to call anymore. That when they give how to call anymore. That when they give the Tom uh, short piñata to her and she was like, oh, I'm not not turned on. You could see Christina was like, uh, I do not trust that bitch one bit. Like there's something about her that is wrong. And yes, there's something about her that was wrong. Christina Kelly, you are a true witch of WeHo. You have a third feeling to recognize when people are just pieces of shit, basically. Um, what else happened? Oh, uh, I was also happy that uh, Lisa Vanderpump and uh, Katie's mom were like, Raquel, you have to take accountability. You can't say I wanted to work up with Tom Schwartz, my friend's ex-husband, like newly ex-husband, um, just because Sheena told me to. No, you are a grown person. You are an adult. You can think for yourself. So it's unfair of, of you to like judge, uh, to judge, to throw Sheena under the bus when it's convenient for you. You wanted to hook up with Schwartz because you wanted to hide that you were having a relationship with Sandoval, to hide that you were having a relationship with Sandoval, and Sheena was just a little piece on the chessboard for you to use so that you could still look like a fucking innocent little bambi-eyed bitch. <sighs> How many times did I call her a bitch? Don't get me wrong, I hate Tom Sandoval, and I'm going to get into him later. So when we were, we were in, they were in Vegas, um, Lala was interested in Oliver that were the server this night, and they invited Oliver to and they invited Oliver to go with them to Disco Pussy, go with them to Disco Pussy later. And then uh, Rachel, as soon as she saw that La Rachel, as soon as she saw that Lala was into Oliver, she was Lala was into Oliver. She was like, "Oh, bet I'm gonna kiss that man," because I feel like her kissing Tom Schwartz and her kissing Oliver was kind of her testing the waters to see how people would react to her and Tom Sandoval being in a relationship. Because I believe that they wanted to go to the reunion, pretend like everything was fine, that after the reunion, Tom would break up with Ariana, and then maybe a month later, it would be in a relationship with Ra it would be in a relationship with Rachel. So they were Rachel. So they were, she was trying to test the waters. So as soon as Lara said, I want Oliver, as soon as Lara said, I want Oliver, Rachel was like, uh-uh, I'm going to kiss that man and I'm going to have him. So she went and kissed Oliver and she was not even, she went and kissed Oliver and she was not even interested in him before Lara said that she was interested in him. And what I really dislike is interested in him. And what I really dislike is that they had a scene, is that they had a scene earlier in the episode earlier in the episode where Rachel was like oh it's such slim pickings oh yes such slim speaking slim pickings oh yes such slim speakings Ugh. anyway and uh, we're gonna find you a man so that you can spread gonna find you a man so that you can spread your legs with because she hadn't had sex uh since ocean was born and like as soon as we find a man for her to open her leg you want to open your leg for him i thought you were supposed to be on this girl's trip to help lala trip to help Lala get her mojo back. But obviously, that was not your true intention. So Rachel, we see you. We see, we see you. We see each other, okay? Each other, okay? Okay. So I said, I don't have rest for Tom. 
So we had a scene with Tom, Lisa Vanderpump, King with Tom, Lisa Vanderpump, Ken, and Tom Schwartz, uh, where Lisa was offering them um, <laughs> to give them um, <laughs> to give them back their initial investment in TomTom if they wanted to buy Greg back, and that within a year they would have the possibility to buy back their shares at TomTom, at their shares at TomTom. And Tom Sandoval was like, ah, oh, I don't, I can't believe that I've, ah, oh, I don't, I can't believe that after four years of sweat that I, after four years of sweat that I put uh, in TomTom, I'm only put, uh, in TomTom, I'm only offered my initial investment. Like, man, your ego is cement. Like, man, your ego is so big. You admitted yourself that you're big. You admitted yourself that you had no idea what you were doing. You do not know how to run a restaurant. You do not know how to run a business restaurant. You do not know how to run a business. So you did not, your investment is still the same as in the beginning because you learn nothing. Like, and it shows you learn nothing. Like, and it shows you, 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 you struggled opening. You, 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 you struggled opening um, Schwartz and Sandys. The only thing you know how to do is like Schwartz and Sandys. The only thing you know how to do is like, oh yeah, I'm going to make a cocktail with an ice cube, but it's not really an ice cube. It's actually a bowl of your ice cube. It's actually a bowl of fire. Like man, like fire. Like man, like, no, I'm sorry. I'm very happy that Lisa was like, yeah, Lisa and Ken. Because it's Lisa was like, yeah, Lisa and Ken. Because it's mostly Ken. Ken is like, I don't want to be associated with those clowns anymore. I don't want to be associated with those clowns anymore. I'm going to offer them their $50,000 back. I know that they're $1,000 back. I know that they're desperate enough to take it. This way, when they come back within a year to bite back, I'll be like, ah, oh, sorry. year to bite back, I'll be like, ah, oh, sorry. No, it's no longer 50000 It's 100000 you know. It's 100000 you know. I don't know. So, I don't know. So, yeah, I really am happy that Lisa is not trying to go in business with them or to offer them more money than what they offer them more money than what they are supposed to receive and also one last thing that is not part of the scandal that i wanted to point out um lala said that she didn't have sex she didn't have sex after ocean was born because like ocean was kind of like a makeout baby a makeup baby like hers makeup baby like hers and Randall's relationship was really down the drain. And she was like, okay, it was really down the drain. And she was like, okay, let's make a baby. We'll save our relationship. Lala, you're not the first one to try that. A baby has never saved any relationship. A baby destroys already shaky relationship because a baby destroys very strong, healthy relationship. So like if your relationship is shaky, adding a baby to the mix is not gonna make it better okay and then she was like i could not have sex with randall once i was sober and i was like yes because I, I i never understood how lala could have sex with randall lala lauren randall lala lauren is such a beautiful woman she can have whoever she woman she can have whoever she wants to and um she's having sex with randall um she's having sex with randall pickable randall so yeah, of course, as soon as she got sober, she could yeah, of course, as soon as she got sober, she could see who he truly was and she did not want to have sex with that man anymore. Not want to have sex with that man anymore. And that's the reason why they and that's the reason why they broke up. Well, they didn't they broke up. 
Well, they didn't break up. He cheated on her with another woman. Break up. He cheated on her with another woman. But that's because she became sober and she could not have sex with him anymore. Um, um, so that's pretty much all that happened. On, so that's pretty much all that happened on uh, this uh, episode. On, uh, this uh, episode of Vanderpump Rule. Uh, we had a preview for next week's episode, and we could see um, episode, and we could see um, Rachel, um, Rachel, well, Lala telling Rachel that uh, Rachel that uh, every time she's drunk, she would never trust. Every time she's drunk, she would never trust her man with Rachel, and Rachel answering. Um, well, it's a good thing that you don't have a man for me to take. And I was like, oh, man for me to take. And I was like, oh, first of all, gag. Uh, uh, uh. If Rachel was not in, if Rachel was not in such a terrible, such a terrible scandal, I would love her. Scandal, I would love her. Billion era. Billion era. But since she is, I fucking hate it. But since she is, I fucking hate it. But I was like, oh, you gagged that bitch. But, but I was like, oh, you gagged that bitch. But then I'm like, yeah, those women were starting to see into Rachel. I'm sure that they had suspicions. That's why no one is like not believing the allegations of the, the allegations of the cheating world. They're no longer allegations. But that's why like people are, it's not hard for them to believe that Raquel was able to do that because they're, Atkel was able to do that because they're, had started seeing crack in her persona. She could not handle it anymore. Well, that's it for my Bravo recap this week. Thank you guys for staying with me this week. Thank you guys for staying with me for this hour. I hope you like the show. If you like it, if you like the show, if you like it, don't hesitate to leave a don't hesitate to leave a five star review. Uh, if you want to discuss anything about the show, you can tweet me at uh, Reality Hall. Tweet me at uh, Reality Hall Pod, or you can go on my Instagram Pod, or you can go on my Instagram at underscore Reality Hall. Instagram at underscore Reality Hall. And uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. And uh, I'll see you next week.